What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? It's Shady P. Check him out. Check him out. What's coming out of your mouth? I am your host, Altonia Lillashay. This is my co-host. Pete Fairley. And we want to thank you all for tuning in and spend another Tuesday night with us. All right, co-host, how's your Tuesday going? Man, I had a good Tuesday, man. Coming off a pretty busy Monday that's not usual. Mm-hmm. But I had a great Tuesday. Got up and tied the fruit loose ends together this morning and went on to work. Got to work and got busy as usual. So I just had a great Tuesday. What about yourself? Pretty good Tuesday. Um, my Monday was kind of off, off as well, but Tuesday been good. So starting out the week with a little boom. So I can't complain. Can't complain, can't complain. All right, so we got a lot to get into tonight. So basically, uh, we did you see that um, Joe Biden has chosen uh, Kamala? I won't I can't see her last name, but it's a, a black lady as his running mate. Did you see that? I seen that. I seen that he he chose the black lady at the last minute. He chose that as his running mate. Right. I seen the news. I did see that. So what do you think about that? Well, I, honestly, you know, I, I knew it was going to come down to a lady being his running mate. I figured that because that's the trending way up that it was going. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad for, I, I'm, I'm glad for, I did say this, that before a woman becomes the president, she will have to be a vice president. A lady will have to be a vice president first. Right. Think what could be a prison. Yeah, that's true. And um, that's kind of what we talked about uh, a few shows back. But I think I'm wondering, like, should we get too excited? You know, it's a great thing that he is making strides to break history by first mm-hmm. choosing a woman, choosing a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So I think he making strides to just like, wow, we can't believe we finally at that point that this is happening. But I'll, mm-hmm. I don't want us to get excited prematurely just right. because, you know what I'm saying? It, it looks good because he was ran with Obama. Now he got a woman that's his running mate. So he's like, okay, we finally in the house. You know what I'm saying? I think people still need to make sure they go out and vote and make sure that we do our due diligence and research on both of them so we can know what they say they're going to do. Right. Well, number one, the, the number one, the number one thing, as you said, we got to get out of the vote. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Regardless of whatever the situation, whatever going on, you got to get out of vote. Okay, and then we got to be, um, we have to be smart in uh, to um know that because it's a woman as a vice president, mm-hmm. it's gonna bring those kind of um, uh, deteriors and all these people you know who gonna say, whoa, whoa, woman, 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 woman. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. still got to get out there and vote because just because it's a woman on the ballot. Um, that that not does not mean that, that does not necessarily mean that everybody gonna be in favor of that. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I think that's the thing that we gotta be conscious of is because it's gonna be a lot of pushback just because it's a woman. And I mean, and she Democrat, and you know, and you know, right. we are already trying to see who gonna be able to beat Trump. So and that's gotta know, be the key. Yeah. I mean, that's the main point of nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So we know we have to just talk about that at the top of the show because that's very important and we want to make sure that we put that out there because it's breaking news as of a few minutes ago. So, I mean, kudos to him for choosing. I hope if they win, everything goes off without a hitch. I hope they don't get in there and do no funny stuff and, you know, go off track because this is a momentous occasion. (laughs) So they don't need to mess it up and make sure they stay on on the right steps. Yeah, they need to stay the course because well, whatever we need to get people back on, you know, still be about this equality, you know. Right. We get justice, and you know, and we just gotta get somebody this um stop this the division. We gotta yeah, be, exactly. we gotta get that exactly. somebody stop this division. Exactly. So this the other uh, hot news is uh the WAP uh, <clears throat> Carter B and uh, Meg. So I'm sure you listen to it by now. <laughs> So, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, what is, is that what they consider women empowerment? I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, does, they do. It, I mean, is, is, it, is there? Is, is, do y'all feel that that what we'll do for for the walk? We'll do all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I I I, I can't knock it. I think it. I'm all for everybody expressing their art, art, all kind of ways. Mm. But I mean, I think it's a it, it's a it is a pretty clever thing that she's doing, and she getting all the women together. That that's one thing. I don't know. We we shouldn't be no division anyway. Everybody should be able to work together. I like that part. Right. They, you know what I'm saying? But they, they hot. I mean, I can't knock it. They hot. You mean? So they, you they, they go hard. So what you think about? Do you think the lyrics are too risque? Or do you feel like it's just this version of like too short? Uh, all the other songs, Uncle Luke, all the other songs, but it's just because it's a woman saying it. You know, do you, yeah. what do you think? We're not used to the women putting it out there like that, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, what what what's what's to be um, true is we just gotta understand that this is the version of what's going on right now. And if you if you better get with it, if you in there, see. Some people got to experience these type of things. So you, if you in that situation, don't be surprised when you hear this from your counterparts. Mm-hmm. And I because think that, that's what's going on. Right. It's just trending and they just talking about, like you said, what's really going on. I think it's just the fact that, you know, women are to be seen according to society. Women are to be seen and not heard. And the fact that women are out there saying what they want and what they into it's kind of like, oh, you know, getting the side eye. But you know, we in a different generation now, and women, you know, they go after what they want. Women got their power. See, but you know, I guess they know that that thing got their power. You know, they finally. What my right. boy Ply said. You know what Ply said? Uh, what did he say? <laughs> Ply said, "You know, it got some power." Yeah. And they said that will that will <laughs> that that what you would do for it. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true though. What the problem is is true. Mm-hmm. A lot of what they saying is true, and, and they highlighting it, and the people don't they don't like. Right. Yeah, that's what I think too. But I I, I am happy that, she, that they all collaborating together. And I can't imagine how the remix gonna be like. Who gonna jump on the remix? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just feel like it's just one of those summer anthems, and that's why so many people getting on there. You know, that's why I getting so much uh, backlash, or you know, some people are here for. Backlash. I uh, think she playing different type of homage to old school stuff in, in the video. 
you know, with the um, hairdos and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's, it's really a bad genius. thing. No, I think it's really it's, genius. Because yeah, you can I, I mean, so many platforms talking about a, a music video. That's genius. Smart. You know what I'm saying? Now, then she brought, she, she brought a hot one on there with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. then, then she got other women, you know, um, in the video. Mm -hmm. Making cameos, um, what's it, mulatto and another little single girl. Yeah, Sakuki, so, Sakuki. I can't. I don't know how she pronounced my name. So I mean, what do you think about Kylie Jenner being in there? That's part of the culture. I mean, people yeah. say what they want to say, but she part of the culture. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, all right, yeah. you know that they um. What do y'all think? Are y'all here for it? Do y'all think it's too risque? Do y'all think the women they're showing out and need to go back to being uh, seen and not heard? Y'all let us know. What do y'all think about it? Or maybe y'all haven't even heard it. They, and I just heard the, um, I haven't had a chance to listen to the uncensored version. They said that the uh, explicit version really had your hair sticking up. You, you know what it stands for, then, though. Yeah, I know what it stands for. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. correct. They out there getting it though. I salute them though. Get I that do money. Too. I mean, it is what it is. Okay, so we yeah. got some some juicy stuff on the on the uh, list for tonight. First thing we're gonna start by talking about is uh, what do you, why do people in relationships compromise their happiness because they don't want their partner to experience things like going out to the clubs or wearing sexy clothes or doing different things like that. So why do you think people just, just compromise just because they spouse don't want them to do certain things? Um, why do they, I think of the lack of self-esteem on the person for who, who's willing to compromise things they like because they don't want their significant others to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely a self-esteem issue because, and I think it could be a self-esteem issue from the person who don't want one spouse to do it and a self-esteem issue from the, the other spouse who agreed to not do it because that's not going to be a resentment towards the spouse, you know? My thing is this, and, and I tell anybody, if you don't allow a person to be 100% um, happy with themselves and um, and um, they loving themselves, how can they be 100% for you? If they can't be whole for themselves, that that relationship is gonna be bad, 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 dead in the water. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree. So and, and that's it. So that's what I'm saying. The relationship gonna go south, right? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be wondering what a disconnect is. But the disconnect started in the beginning. You you stop going to club because you don't want her to go to club. Or vice versa was right. anyway it is. Right. You, you, she don't want you to wear this because you didn't want her to wear that. So all this stuff, all this stuff is just for a simple fact that that um you just need to let them be whole. Let them be whole. Mm -hmm. Let them be happy, and you mm -hmm. should be there supporting them in there, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I, I wonder what is it? Um, why would you choose a person? and want to belittle them or keep them held down so they can't be them be their best selves like how does mm -hmm. that benefit your relationship I, I i mean it i think people think it does but mm -hmm. it actually hurt right absolutely because, because they thinking that uh maybe um i'm keeping them from doing it so 
I'm then you're not doing things that you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the fact is, if if um, a person can't go out and be these things or look these way or go these places just to be with you, I mean, like that that's that says a mouthful about your relationship. Mm-hmm. And that also goes right? to show that nobody is um, really in a in a leadership in that in that type of situation because nobody's saying, "Okay, baby, let's talk about this." What is it that you're worried about? If I go out or if I dress up, or even some people, if they spouse want to lose weight, you know, or get healthier, yeah, they get mad about that, you know. So I think it's, it's a conversation. That's one of those hard conversations to say, okay, well, what is it that you feel like is going to happen? Should I do, you know, wear more makeup or start going out more, different things like that? But I just think that you got to still, you can never lose yourself within a relationship. So some things, although your spouse may say, they don't like it or and if they don't have a valid reason, I think you probably, you mm-hmm. need to do what you think is best. Well, they're not your you mom, got to. They're not your daddy. They can, that's mm-hmm. only their feeling. But when you speak right there, you say you spoke on leadership, right? Mm-hmm. And being in a rela- in, in a relationship, it's about uplifting each other, mm-hmm. all right? So mm-hmm. I mean, it's, if if nobody's leading, nobody's uplifting the other, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it, it, you telling the person they can't be this, so they can't do that, or they or they can't wear this, or they can't. They can't go there, or you know, or it, it, it. First of all, what it leads to, it leads to deception, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, right? absolutely. So, so now they're gonna still because if they want to do these things, they still want to do it, but mm-hmm. now they're gonna do it when you're not there, mm-hmm. when you're yeah. not around. They're gonna only so it's now only when they do it when you're not there. Now they're gonna do it even more to the max mm-hmm. because right. they miss out on it. You don't know, already. Right. Well, I just think I just think it is it, somewhere y'all should be able to sit down and say, look now, maybe not this much, but just you know, let's see how you know yeah, it, it, yeah. it gotta be a compromise somewhere though. You it gotta, gotta compromise. Be a compromise. But it shouldn't be a total compromise on you just settling because this is what your spouse says they want. And I mean and you on the losing end that everything you want to do, your spouse is against it. Like we you gotta meet somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm saying? That relationship it would never reach its full potential doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Right? I totally agree. All right. Yeah. So we got a few uh, stories written in. What do you all think about compromising just to satisfy your spouse with not wearing makeup if that's your thing or dressing up if that's your thing or going out if that's your thing? Should you compromise because your spouse don't like it? And if you think so, do you think there will be a resentment? Y'all let us know down in the comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah, talk to us. Talk to us. So we got a couple of stories written in. This is daddy versus hubby. So this is a question I have regarding my husband. There's a bit of a storyline, so bear with me. Repeat that title again. Repeat that title again. Daddy versus husband. Okay. Uh, So I have a three-year-old child by someone I was in. I was with maybe a year and a half before my pregnancy was confirmed. The days leading up to me finding out about the pregnancy, I caught him cheating with his first child's mom and left him. He immediately started to deny my child, so I went on with my life. I started dating a mutual friend of ours later and have since married him. He's taken a full role as the father of my child. 
we were only together eight months by the time I had my kid. So out of respect for the child's biological father, who was incarcerated at the time, my then boyfriend, now husband, suggested to put my child in his biological father's last name and give him a chance to get out of the clear, get out with a clear mind and step up regardless of his prior childish comments because he had wrote me from jail asking to be a part of his life. Fast forward three years later, he has spent maybe about $30 on my child, missed holidays, birthdays, no contribution whatsoever. He hasn't seen my baby in almost a year and can count on one hand how many times he visited before then. I've, the only time I've heard from him was to tell me he's not claiming my baby again because he was mad that the government took his stimulus check for back child support. <laughs> so after all that, I asked my husband a question. Not something I was thinking about prior or anything. It was kind of random. But I asked him if he would consider adopting the baby, being that the child's father has already proved his inconsistency in the baby's life. Also, we've been together going on four years and being married going on two years. He said no. He explained how he didn't understand what, the, what difference it would make, being that he's a physical dad to him and take care of him every day. I explained to him that if anything was to happen to me, that he wouldn't have any legal rights to him. Also, that it would give my child reassurance and stability. Even then, my husband still couldn't understand why it would be necessary. And the only excuse he could come up with is feeling like it would be disrespectful to the biological father because adopting him would change the baby's last name. He wouldn't want anyone to do that to him. Isn't that crazy? I personally got offended at the fact that he cares more about the feelings of the deadbeat than abandoning his child than making our family complete. We argue, but I let it go. But he's obviously been thinking about it because he since changed his mind about it. But I feel it's because of the vibe he's getting from me. I asked him what changed his mind. He said nothing. But the way I am, I don't feel comfortable about doing it anymore. Even though he act like he don't act like it at all. Him not wanting to adopt him at first shows me there's some detachment. Am I wrong for feeling the way I feel? I feel, I just feel being married, I shouldn't have to worry about if my kids will be split up if anything happens to me. All because he's putting his friendship before his family. Whew, that's a lot there. Come on, co-host. It's a whole bunch right there. Yes, it is. Do you First think he accepts the child? Do he accept the child? I think he accepts the child in 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 in, in some sense because he's raising him. He's raising him and he's doing these things wrong. Mm -hmm. But my thing is this right here. First of all, mm -hmm. do the dead beating already? Yeah, yeah, we know that. What is she doing? Uh, or going with somebody that they were friends with? Right. I think that was the first red flag in the whole relationship. That was the first red flag. And second of all, when you was friends with somebody and now you still going with a high in the world, you still calling this other person your friend still. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you the marital lady and all that. So that right there shows that, you know, the friendship not what you feel like it is or what kind of friend are you that you would go marry? Your, your friend, baby mama. Hey, mama, yeah. Okay, so I mean, so it, it's so much crazy. And then 
Yeah, I mean, I understand that she want him to adopt her. She got what she wanted in the long term, but I do see something right there in the in the midst of her right there. Why did she have to do all that if you were especially as when she explained, look, the reason why I want you to adopt me, if something happened to me, mm-hmm. you won't have any legal right. Right there, mm-hmm. that should have just said that should have still be a right. If 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 this is the woman you want to be with, mm-hmm. and you know without a shadow, because you married her and y'all right. doing it. That should have sealed the deal. It, it, you, she shouldn't have to go through no more worry and no more stress, no more anything. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I can't I can't see how she feels a little slighted and, and kind of saying, I don't know if I really want to do it. Do he really love my baby? Right, so right. I, I could see, but something to me, <coughs> I, something ain't right right there with, with the husband because how is you still friends with this guy? That you that you just y'all were friends already, and now you start going with this baby mama, and then you still friends, and y'all talk, and y'all do all. I think I don't think it's that that he's friends. I feel like it's he's that- friends. He friend. He is friends with him. Cause she said you let a friendship mm-hmm. before your family. Before but, your family. Yeah, but I think that's he used that as an excuse because. You, if you were so much friends with him, you would never married the, You would never marry her or got involved with her. Period. If you're so serious right. about their friendship, so mm-hmm. I think that's an excuse because even though you know he's been raising a child from birth, but I think it's just something about him knowing that that child belongs to that man, and even though he accepts that child, him adopting that child in the back of his head, that's still not his biological child. It's, it's so-and-so child, and he know it. So I think it's a it's an internal conflict with him. I don't doubt that he probably loved the child, and that he want that he was for that child. But he have an internal conflict on knowing that that's not his biological child. And I just think he doing it to satisfy her, and that, and that it makes sense that if we are married and something happens to you, I do need to be able to have rights to the child. So yeah, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. But something within him is still kind of internally, you know, like. You know, this just JoJo. I already know the JoJo son. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but he got to understand that he put himself in that situation regardless when he signed up for that. Yeah, true, true. That's true. Right? Yeah, that's true. When you signed up for, when you signed up for a situation as far as saying that, uh, I'm gonna go with my homeboy, baby mama. That ain't your homeboy. You the broken code. Right. That's you okay. And then on top of that, I don't see how the dude can have something to do with her. Yeah, that's what are y'all true. talking about? Well, you she done took my whole check. Why are y'all even discussing out? I mean, well, well, what kind of dude is this? Well, she said he went to jail and all that. So I mean, all those things let you know what kind of person he is, and he only spent thirty dollars on it. I me personally, if you already knew that it was over. I think she should have not even had um, acknowledged him in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you know if you're not paying child support, then they were going to take your stimulus check on your taxes or whatever you got. You already know that. But you still not doing what you're supposed to do throughout the year or making a uh, relationship so that you can say, well, huh, you, you always take care of... Uh, you know the baby, so here your money back. You know what I'm saying? If you have a good understanding relationship with people, then y'all can work out stuff. 
So I just think it's a big old mess all together. If the, then you got to understand he friends with this guy. So his mindset might be kind of close to the same as the guy too now. Exactly. And exactly. So she, she got to know who she dealing with. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, so, I, I, just, I think she, if she, she should have knew who she got herself involved with. Right. So, so do you think she should let him go ahead and do it? Adopt the baby? I mean, at this, see, it goes to the level of trust that she have for him, though. Mm -hmm. I would probably go let him do it because my child's security still come first. Right, absolutely. And you still married to him, although you disagreeing with, you okay. know, him right off. But I think that she can't really get mad at him for mm -hmm. objecting from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? She right. got to let him digest it because it's not his child. And he may love it's child and support the child. But she got to let him, even though he said no right off, she got to understand, well, he got to work that out within himself to make sure he surely want to do it. But now this this this, this something that I want to speak on right here because this happens a lot, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. When somebody disagree with you in the beginning and, they, and just because they, and then they change course, we have to learn to let that disagreement go, right? Yes, come a on. A lot of times we want to be stuck in the in the disagreement, but it's no longer about that. Right, right. Once right. I came to the level of um, okay, I understand now. This is that. Yeah, we we could talk about it, but we don't have to be in that level of disagreement. Mm -hmm. and, and, and too many times we want to be stuck at that point, so we can't get to the good side. Absolutely, right? and that's what I'm saying. You got to give a person time to reflect on that because that's a serious situation. You know him um agreeing to adopt your child. That's something he probably he probably should have just said no. If he probably didn't say, "But I need to think about it." That's that's deep. You know what I'm saying? But he probably didn't know how to say that instead of just saying, "No, I don't want to do it." You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. Really, he didn't like, express it the right way. Yeah, and I really I just feel like he just needed more time to think on it. And she just should appreciate the fact that he came back around and like, "Baby, you right." I'm going to go ahead and adopt him because this is my son. I take care of him every day, you know. And you want, maybe she said, she said my kids, so I'm going to assume that they have another child probably together. And you don't want that child yeah, like an outcast so they can all have the same last name. You know what I'm saying? And all mm -hmm. that because if if he was there ever since the child was born, he the only daddy he know. He the only daddy he know, but uh, you know, over the years I've learned it's all about the verbiage. Yeah. See, people take people take stuff. It's how you talk. Mm -hmm. you, you can say the same thing a different way, and a person can take it a little different That's because true. of the verbiage. Oh, she. Oh no, I'm not adopting. No. Oh, uh -huh. See, that what she heard. Oh, this uh -huh. sister, baby, I got to think about that. I mean, right. I need, I need, I got to think about that. You know, and then she probably could have heard. Her, and they probably wouldn't be still, but she can't stay stuck there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. She can't stay stuck because there. Because you got to applaud, you got applaud him for not staying stuck where he was. That's right. And applaud him for even taking on his friend's child in the first place and, you know, being in that role all the time. He ain't getting no applause for that because he shouldn't have been doing that. He ain't had no business. Well, I'm just that. saying, but he was with her. Standing in for another did, child. What he knew, if he did know the man, when he met yeah, her, she was another, pregnant. He made sure that yeah. as a father figure the whole time he been on earth. 
I give him credit for that, but the the, the one he st stepped in, I, I don't give him credit for that. <laughs> nah, you don't give no credit for that. But I mean, that's how. Nah, you can't be going with your friend, baby, baby, mama, because he go to jail, basically. Right, right. So it's like you were waiting to move in. I don't know. You were waiting. Yeah, both of them wrong and then, that. And then how you gonna be still be friend with this dude? I do do. How the dude gonna be friend with you? Yeah, exactly. They just some some kind of people, probably. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. You know that's some hood type stuff. Let's see. We said somebody says uh, he accepts the he accepts because it's her child, but he don't want his name attached. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean that's kind of what it. That's kind of like. what you said. Yeah, that he don't want his name attached. Not that's a water. I know how he. I ain't gonna have my name on that. Yeah, and do you think he could be afraid of backlash from the um this friend? I don't know. No, not if he went to my mom. I mean, he yeah, never yeah. been afraid of what they gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> he'll go. He'll just go with the baby mom. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's move on to the next story, y'all. These people are getting juice in these streets. Okay, this is compromised situation. I have been married for four years now and together for seven. In the beginning, my spouse courted me, spent time with me. That's my love language. You don't know what you're talking about. Dated me after we got married. In the past two and a half years, things spiral all the way down. He doesn't have a work-life balance. All he does is work and sleep. He works night shift, so at first I tried to be more understanding that he was just really tired. Then he started picking up extra days, leaving him one day off a week in which he would just sleep all day. Red flag. Mind you, we were we are not hurting for money, so he wasn't just doing it just to make extra money. When I asked him why is he working all these hours, he keeps saying he just wants to stack more money. So we went from dating, spending time together every weekend to absolutely nothing. I was even set on quality time at least once a month. As these hours increased, the communication decreased. He started sleeping in another room. He claims not to disturb me when he comes in and I'm sleeping. We started getting disconnected emotionally. Then where I draw the line, I made several attempts to talk to him about it and how I feel and it all got, and all I got was promises to do better or switch things up. Being that mm -hmm. nothing changed over the years, I got to the point I was tired of talking. I became disconnected and just spending more time with friends and family. We didn't communicate about anything until he wanted sex. Then he would come and talk to me. Once he got that feeling started, once he got that, it went back to the norm. I asked, could we try counseling? And he declined. At this point, because it went on for so long, my feelings started to change and I started falling out of love with him. Feeling like you are in a marriage alone is a bad feeling. I feel unwanted and unloved. Okay, so now when he sees I'm fed up and advised that him and I advise that I want to separate, he is not receptive of it. He feels I should be fine because he is not cheating or putting his hands on me. I've been told I'm extremely selfish and just wanted others, just wanted other in another opinion. Let me clear a few things up. We both, we both work and, and take care of the home equally, and we don't have kids. What should I do? Now, now, to answer the question at the end, what should she do? She still bounce. 
Yeah, it's over with. It's over. He don't. He, he don't want to go to the counseling. He don't want to change. Well, we'll back up for the counseling. I don't even think this is a counseling situation. Really, I really feel like he didn't stop doing what he doing because he ain't doing number G. Exactly. Because if you got <laughs> you working, I've been there. You know, I'm working on day shift. Good working on night shift. And even though it's late when he come in at four o'clock in the Break morning, I still want him to come and get in the bed with me. You know what I'm saying? And cuddle with me for the little hours that we got together before I got to get up. So that's no excuse. Even when you work in different shifts like that, you're going to try whatever to sneak in that little time. My thing is this right here. This is what got me right here. He taking up extra hours. They don't need money. Right. So he ain't yeah, in yeah, I already uh, said that y'all don't have no time. So he just, you don't have no, that much time. So I just get another day so we can have less time. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now when you come in the house, since you got the extra day, supposed to be in at work, mm -hmm. you come, when you come in the house late, you know, you just gonna go in the other room. Mm -hmm. So y'all just roommates. Oh, so now when you come in the house, you just go in another room because. You talking to somebody. Exactly. So you done got you to find somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you say you're working, but you actually with the other person. Mm -hmm. Now you um um uh, you come in the house, you you all are on the phone in the house together. You know it. You know it. You already know it. And then but why you wanna get mad <clears throat> that she feel like okay, she's done and she wanna move on. Now all this money you supposed to be making, you don't want to have to give it up. You know what I'm saying? It's, but they don't have keys. They don't have no attachments. I don't see an attachment there. All I see is problem. Problem. Uh, but but one thing. The one thing with me is what is this? What is this a trend or or is it just what they do now? The people don't sleep in the same bed again. I don't know. <clears throat> I've never known uh, people to do that as much as they do now. Like, I thought, like, back in the days, you know, you used to see older people sleeping in separate beds and separate rooms. And they, I, I, but they got real old. Right, right. But just regular, I just feel like that's the, that's the ultimate no no in a marriage, just sleeping in different beds. If I can see somebody sick or, you know, something, a reason like that, but just quarantine. You got to quarantine. Right, quarantine, something like that, or, you know, <laughs> when your wife pregnant, sometimes she be all over the bed, and, you know, she just need extra space, you know, something like that. But just, right. regular, oh, you know, I'm going to go in my room, you go in your room, uh-uh. That's, that's like the devil's workshop right there. But is that number one that the relationship is over? That I That's so. like ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. We we know we we can't be we no longer together. Yeah, exactly. But now one thing I heard is she said um they she no longer uh feels emotions for him or something like that. Like. She said she emotionally detached. She now that is over. It's over when your emotions gone. <laughs> when especially for women now. Mm -hmm. For women now, we know women are um uh, they re they y'all act off emotion. The emotions mm -hmm. is everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that is the end of the first the the the, the room was really the, the bell ringing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so do you she, think 
he was uh feeling guilty so he was like well let me not sleep in here oh, he telling his i might say he got a he got a work wife so do you think he telling the person that we still living together but we separated you know ain't no telling but it ain't no telling because this man he is literally not sleeping in the room mm -hmm. so you don't know what's really so, going on you don't know what's going on so i mean but like I was saying is when they become emotionally detached, it's, it's a wrap. It's so my cool. question is for you. So cause I heard some people uh, telling me telling me this. Now. It was a, oh, it's an older couple. So, you know, they've been through a lot of stuff okay. that I ain't been through. They think if a, if a marriage been over with for 10 years, uh -huh. yeah, and know it's over with, they mm -hmm. can make it work. People can make it work. Do you think after 10 years or something being over, you just get all of a sudden say, boom, we're going to make it work, and it works? Well, it depends on the circumstance. Because think about it. Mm -hmm. Some people get a divorce. They find themselves. They go through whatever growth spurt or whatever they need to do, and they get remarried. So but, I'm saying maybe you can come back and try it again. Yeah. But not if you don't fully separate away from each other like, and um, not be in um, uh, y'all not no longer in the same parameter. So like these, so like these people right here. So if this went on in this situation for ten years, can mm -hmm. they reconnect? Yeah, mm, I still would say possible because think about it. If we're in the same household, although we disconnected emotionally, we're still there relationally. Like you know, I'm gonna make sure you eat. You might make sure I eat. You coming home. You know what I'm saying? Certain things you still doing so that the fact that you still got some kind of care for me, we just not connected on an emotional level. So if I if, 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 even if there was no sex, no nothing. Right. Only well, thing you, but if all of a sudden you start dating me, you start bringing me flowers, you start getting me back emotionally attached to you, you know, or you think your baby can work. It possibly could. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think now the hearing it from those circumstances, the way you putting it, yeah, maybe it could work, you know. Yeah. But I think it, it once you get to a certain point where both uh, is gone, I think you maybe need to separate for a minute, and then maybe you can come back. Yeah, I mean, if you done, if you done, like this woman, she done. She just don't want to admit that she does, because she still got hope yeah. that it could work, that he really going to work and he really doing this. You know, but if, if that continues for 10 years, and then all of a sudden, if she got any ounce of love for him, if all of a sudden he start making time for her, he start doing all those things, she probably be open to it. Will it be successful? It's like 50-50, because she going to think, what if he start going back to the same old things when I get my feelings back involved? Or she could just say, "Now nah, you had your time. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I think it's a 50-50 chance that it could work. They could try again. Now, I don't know if it'll work. It depends on if the person that they work and grew up and, you know what I'm saying, got themselves back together. Okay. So my question for you right here is once you love a person, do you always love them? I think so. You, you don't always be in love with them, but you always right, right. love them. And I think if it's your grown-up love, you know, some love you used to have when yeah. you younger, that puppy love that you think, oh, you will die if you can't be with this person, but then you that, grow that, up and you that, really, 
love a person and you you know you feel it in the depth of your heart, I think you'll always love them. And sometimes you the person you love the most is the person you can't be with. So what do you think about being totally in love with a person and have to walk away from their relationship? Ooh. I, I, but you know, I think this now to be hundred percent honest. I think I can love a person enough to say that uh, we can't be together. That y'all can or y'all can't. We can't. Uh-huh. And I want what so much best for you, so we just not gonna be together. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I, that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah, like even though you love them so much to your core, but you know that something about their relationship. Is not good for your marriage for for you, so you mm-hmm. have to walk away from it. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and a lot of times that these things happen. They're like people, you you can really love a person, but just being with them is not is not what's good for you, or you're not good for them. Yeah, but y'all just got a strong connection, but everything else, you know, ain't vibing right, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's a that's a hard thing, don't you think? That's a hard thing to see. Yeah, and it takes it. Ta- I think it takes it. It takes time to get to that place too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you got to be strong not to go back, because you can say I'm walking away and I'm letting it go, but there's something about that attachment. Gonna- well, you first first off, how do you do that? Because I I, I this, this I deal with a lot of guys who um. You know, their first love is no, you know, the high school sweetheart or the one they get with mm-hmm. right after or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, you be deeply in love with them, right? Mm-hmm. And then, mo- in most of those situations, you most of them encounters or entanglements or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you, you end up having a child, right? Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, the first person that you really adultly having um, sex with, um, you're going to have a child with. Yeah, majority of the time. That's true. That's just majority of the time how I go. Mm-hmm. So then the um the, with the relationship sours, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, that was your first one like that here, you know what I'm saying? Y'all still be having sex, but y'all the relationship ain't there. You know, then y'all trying to make it work this week and then next week yet. So I'm, the um, first thing I, I try to tell them, the first thing you gotta do is you gotta stop sex. Just oh yeah. Get, that's if you one. never, if you never stop the sex of what you said, well, when I go see my baby, then you hit that thing, but you ain't really got that causes problems, right? Absolutely. So you the first thing the you have to do, remove the sex. You got to. Once you remove the sex, other things can start thinking better. You know, you yeah. start <laughs> you, so <laughs> right. It just is what it is. Right. But 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 the key thing, sex has to be removed. Then you can let the emotional side digress, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's what it is. And then you can think of just a little bit. And then, and when you really love a person in those situations, yeah, I think y'all can deal. Y'all can deal because y'all were friends most of the time first. Yeah, but do you think? Or y'all gained the friendship. Yeah, but you know, uh, stopping the sex is the hardest part, right? So what are you thinking about people who feel like, well, we just, we're not going to deal with each other, but we are going to have sex from time to time. You know, it's nothing else. You know, friends with benefits. I mean, you can't do that with your baby dad or your baby mom. 
Yeah, but some people do because they know that's that's a that's a comfortable place. That fool's gold. Fool's gold. <laughs> Somebody end up hurt in that situation more Every times time. than not. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. What are, because you know, you know how it is. You get you, okay. It's all good until somebody meets somebody else, right? And then you got that somebody else, and then you come and get it again, and then now you say, "Well, you ain't gonna be doing this. You got hard. You ain't gonna be yeah. there. You got you know. I, I mean, somebody in the hurt. Right, right, right. Somebody says, uh, "Get back to the basic date. Talk on the phone. Right? That man could be texting her all day and night, or doing something to connect back to her. Um, with God." Anything is possible. You have to learn each other all over again. Friends with benefit, with friendship benefits. <laughs> so she's saying that uh, with God, anything you have to learn each other all over again, and saying that the people who you know living together for ten years or whatever and disconnect. I think the separation is key though, because a lot of times you don't know what you got until you leave. Yeah, exactly. You I take you could take some stuff for granted. Yeah, so they still would need to, I would say, experience being totally separate, not just not sleeping in the same bed. You know what I'm saying? Having their own identity, their own everything to realize if there was a good relationship or if it wasn't. Because if it was, mm -hmm. they're going to they gonna miss just living with that person. It's been in the same household, even if it wasn't no attachment. Yeah, you'll start, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but tell me this now, dude. You answer this. I know we talk about it. I can't re exactly remember your answer on it, though. But okay. so I want to ask it again tonight. Do you think that um, you should stay with a person just for the kids' happiness? Mm, I don't think that you should just stay with a person just for the kids' happiness. But I do think you should consider the kids and all the mm -hmm. elements like why you really want to leave you know because like mm -hmm. we always say like people just what if um divorce wasn't an option what if, if mm -hmm. you got married you stuck with that person no matter what you know so what if you could not separate is it what is whatever they doing so detrimental that is that is you can't you just can't stand them you know what i'm saying because some people just ready to walk for no reason so so in a situation like that, I think you definitely should consider children happy because you might be just being childish and you want to walk away because you don't want to yeah. get the hard stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, in those terms, yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but you're just saying in general. In general? Yeah, in general, I would say no. But I, see, that's why I just don't agree. I mean, things can happen, right? You can get with a person and it just don't work out and you can try your best and it still don't work out. But I just think mm -hmm. in general, you need to be cautious of getting in all these entanglements and having kids because the kids suffer. You know what I'm saying? You should. It's, it's not just about the kids. You deserve your own happiness too. But right. I think it's a big. It's, that's a big portion of the family unit. So I think that needs to be a consideration. Now, if they just beating you and just dog you out and um, being a narcissist, talking down, and you like everything, like nothing can go right. Then of course, right. Because you, gonna you just be gotta go. Yeah, you gonna nothing. You are not gonna have anything to give the kids, so they gonna be in a in an unstable household. You unstable, they unstable, all that. But if you just you need a little got communication okay. problems, certain thing like that, it's something can be worked through. 
Okay, so in that situation where it's not the um the big bad stuff as far as the domestic violence and all mm -hmm. those things, mm -hmm. y'all just can't get it together. You know, y'all y'all like y'all like y'all can't communicate. You don't like his drive. She don't like your drive. It's you know it's it's all this and that. So would you stay there and thug it out until that kid is eighteen or or your kids right? So every kid is grown. Uh, or, or yeah. would, well, how would you handle it? I don't know. That's really a tough one. I got to be honest. That's really a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, like we always say, kids are privy. They know what's going on, whether you're shielding them from it or not. So, if y'all just can't work it out, you just can't work it out. You know, I think y'all just need to put a plan in, in, in place to make sure the kids covered and all that. But I say try your best. And I think right. I feel that way coming from a two-parent home. And we know yeah. things, things weren't perfect, you know what I'm saying, the whole time we were growing up. But it was good mm -hmm. enough to give us a good balance of how to deal with stuff and how to speak things out and when to stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think we got a good balance so although things weren't perfect, them staying and, and thugging it out, as you said, gave us some things, some tools that we can use in our relationship. Of course. You know, so... I'm not a component of rushing to divorce, that, but not by no means. Right. Because, because, uh, I ain't, I, I'm, um, no marriage is easy, right? Right. Everybody who's in a marriage has been through something. Right. Ain't no way around it, right? Mm -hmm. You've been through something, your, your your marriage has been tested. Right, right. So I think you should always try. But if, if when it starts to get to the point where, like you say, that you trying to stay there for the kids, but you can't be fully who you want to be for the kids. Yeah. Then it, you, yeah. Now you're doing a, them a disservice, um, a disjustice, because, right. you know, you hurting them. Right. Yeah, and I agree with so, that. But I do, I do believe that as adults, especially as you're older, you should you should be able to make sound decisions that's going to be best for the kid and you. Yeah, right? exactly. and them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, if the, if the kid, now I'm gonna say this, even I say that's a tough one. If the kid is the only reason that you stay with this person, come on, man. Then, then, then I can say, then you probably you got your answer. But if it's any if it's any other things that's working right, that you can just stick it out. It's some hope there. Yeah, it's some hope. But if the child is the only reason, if only reason why you stand because you want your child to have a two parent household and y'all both toxic AF towards each mm -hmm. other, then you already yeah. know you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? But if it's anything, because I feel like people just don't try and try and try. I feel like they say, "Well, I tried." And they done, you know what I'm saying? They ready to walk, right? But many times in a relationship, in a marriage, you know, you got to try over and over and over. Now you get tired, I ain't gonna lie. But you gotta, you just gotta go that extra mile and make sure you gave it your all, and then say, okay, now enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? Because we know men, no. they take today 99 to start growing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So something you gotta give it a little time. But if you know, yeah, you, you gotta know. get down. Yeah, you gotta know. Somebody says, yeah. uh, 
separation bring other people in. That's definitely true. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so true. The test of the lie, right? It's in marriage. You got to try to make it work. You know, you got to try. But I think just because people know they can get a divorce, that's why some people only stay married six months. Like how I do mean, you? You should have never. You should have never been married. If, if six, been married months? six months. You know what? What have you done within six months to make anything work? You know what I'm saying? You don't know. The or if, if if you didn't got, I mean, you must. You that bad? I mean, come on. If you, if you get a divorce in six months, you knew that it wasn't gonna work from the beginning, because nothing can happen in six months. You know. Someone says, uh, if more good than bad, trust it can be better. Yes, right. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> 109, more likely. She said 109. I'm not sure. Both parents should be. She, but you said life. take us nine. You said oh, take us nine, nine. Nine Yeah, 109. <laughs> right, girl. I'm telling you, it's taking forever. But when you can see a little growth, you can see them, you know, trying inch by inch, you know, to get a little better. Then, you know, you got to take what you can get. You know, nobody's perfect. And then another problem is people don't do their self-work. They want to always point the finger to the other person. They want to say, you, you, you. You, do that. you don't do this. You don't do that. And the whole time, they have lack too. You know what I'm saying? We we, we got to be cautious of that. Because you might, well, think we wanna, you, you might think you want to lead them. And the whole time, they want to lead you. Yeah. We always talk about though. Um, <laughs> a lot of times it's hard for a person to um, judge themselves, right? Yeah, that's true. But that's serious. Like at a time like that, that's when you should judge yourself. You should say, okay, what am I doing? Am I making it easy for him to love me as his wife, or or am I making it easy for him to love me as uh, you know whatever, vice versa? You know, you gotta look mm -hmm. at your part into it before you just want to break up a whole family unit. That's my opinion. Now. The and, and, but, kids, so you know, if you if the kids but, not involved, I think it make it easier. The kids definitely make the decision harder. But yeah, and and I think too, um, with kids, it makes people more out now in most situations to go ahead yeah. to see 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 they're wrong or see what they they can change it, right? Mm, somewhat, I say, yeah. Start to see. Oh, somewhat. somewhat, you know. Start to see. I'm just saying when they get down to look, oh, you need to do this and that or you know we old with. Know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that will make them want to keep their family unit together may make them kind of check themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Someone says marriage is work, it's every day, it's not a nine to five job. Nothing happens overnight. Yes, it's easy to divorce rather than stay married. A lot of times we don't want to work through nothing. Life is not set up right. Life is not set up like that. Right, that's true. That's the whole, I think marriage, being married is the hard thing you're going to do in life. And then parenting. <laughs> but it's the most rewarding as well. Yeah, it's the most rewarding. It's the most rewarding, exactly. Exactly. But we know anything worth having is worth, you got to work for. It. That's true. That's, what that's just mean. how it goes. Yeah. Right. That's why you can't be so easy to walk out on it. You know? And, and then if if you think you're the only one going through it, just go talk to somebody else that's married. And, they, mm -hmm. and they'll calm you down and say, well, you know, it is, yeah, yeah. So then it make you go through the journey again. Yeah. 
yeah. know. So I used to always, I used to, sometimes I used to just sit and listen to other people who married and be like, okay, I'm not the only one. Exactly. You know, <laughs> some of them not. Some of them need to know who you're talking to now. Some people is being crazy and they married and just going through stuff. And some people do some extreme, some extreme stuff. So, I mean, that's a little different now. Yeah, that's a little we different, but you're right. But older and wiser or young people who really, you know, stood in the long journey with their mate, you're right. Talk to them and see what I'll, because I think everything seems so bad when you're in it. And then like, man, they want to mess you. I could have probably. It wasn't that bad. Right, I could have worked through that, and now you out yeah. here trying to start over. You get somebody else doing some of the same stuff, just a different yeah. way. And that's what you don't want. I mean, something you could have fixed it, then you'd have ran into something else, and you like, come on, bro, I could have, you know. Right. So you gotta, you 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 do know that you um, know relationships never going to be perfect. Right. Absolutely. Hello. Hello. Okay. Well, somebody lying if they. If somebody laughed, because you know some people say, oh, well, you know, we have no problems. And, uh, oh, come on, man, you laugh. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And and nothing in life is without problem or without challenge. So that's not nothing. even realistic, period. And like you said, anything worth having, you're going to have to work for it, so you know it's going to be challenging, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where the reward come out. You can look back and say, man, we really worked through that. It was tough. Like I would say, sometimes I say, how are we going to make it to another September? Some kind of way, God step in, and boom, we made it to another September. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it get rough in between, but it's not that bad. It's just childishness and a lot of it within each other. <laughs> Nobody want to, yeah. you know, compromise. You know, talking about compromise situation. No, but sometimes you got to compromise. And sometimes you compromise Compr- too much. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta have a leader. Yeah, for sure. You have to put in, put in to get something out of it. Every marriage is not the same. If God is not in it, then if God is not in, then it works. God has to be the foundation. Now, that's for sure. Because every time you don't want to go talk to nobody, you gotta be able to pray about it, and you gotta do some intercessory prayer. You gotta pray as your spouse and pray for your spouse. Is pray for you and pray that they yeah. pray for you. I mean, it's a lot, but you got to know that. You got to have that foundation in order to know that that's necessary. But sometimes you can tell you anything, but they, but you still don't know what to do, even after talking to somebody. You know, have you ever somebody gave you advice? And you, it's good advice and it makes sense, but it's not helpful to what you're trying to figure out. And then another thing, you, you we just gotta know how to pray for yourself. You can't always have it. Some you, just, I mean, all the time you gotta find your closet, find your flow, find you in it. Wow. You gotta be able to get a prayer. You gotta get a, a prayer through, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I tell people all the time, if you wanna know how to pray, just start talking. That's right. That's all it is. Tell him your problem. He know him anyway. Mm-hmm. Then, Tell you want help. He know you need help, but he needs to hear it. Right. And then you grow up a little bit and you go find a scripture that go along with that problem and put him, tell him he said in this scripture that he was going to do it. And then yeah. boom. He'll work it out. You know. Yes. So, yes, but, yes. But, we ain't going to go to but, church on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is with the foundation, what they talking about that foundation, you got to come in there with it. 
Yeah, that's true. But if you even if you don't, that's what y'all need to focus on in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Some certain things you should be working on in year five or year ten. Certain things you should you should be strengthening. Really, you might be strengthening them. Yeah, you might be strengthening them, but you already know it's an issue and it's not something that y'all have to continue to work towards. You know what I'm saying? Right, that right, you come out in the beginning. Right. You know, but that don't mean that they ain't gonna come up, period. But I mean, you should be just recognizing something right there at the beginning. I mean, five years in, you know. So, but but what, uh, one thing I wrote down uh, that I do want to talk on. I mean, I know we didn't went over time, but we need to talk on it. Okay. <laughs> is that work? Is that work life balance? Right. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And, and be, because I like I like me and my wife were discussing it the other day and we were talking about some. But like I told her, I could I can understand uh, like in, in the beginning or when people we chase money so much because all we can see in the beginning that my family need to have these things and I need to get in a certain place. Well mm -hmm. a lot of time it, it, it destroys the marriage, right? Yes it does. So we, we got to be mindful that um, sometimes, I mean, after a while, a chase is so much, it's time to cut back a little bit. Yeah, that's true. And I, I so and you can have that family time because you've been missed out on your child, whole childhood, and that's not what's up. Absolutely. And the, I mean, and the fact that she put that out there, you're right, just having, you need balance in all things. You know what I'm saying? Even if you at home, but you on your phone. You still have to learn how to be present when you with your family. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that we all have to be conscious of is not only just being present physically, but present emotionally, physically, and all that because that's why you have people sleeping in a separate room because, yeah, we in the same household. He come home every night or she come home every night. But there's no connection because you're not present physically. So you have to find balance of, yeah, you want to go play your video games or you want to go get on the podcast or whatever we do, <laughs> you know? And my wife doing it in. Yeah, but you know, we still <laughs> got to say, okay, baby, this is our time. You had all set aside time. So, and that work can do that because we always, we talk to ch go chase that dollar, go out here and, and get that white ha big house with the white picket fence and you know, all that. So you just got to be conscious of it, I think. But it's, that's very important. Especially this day and time when everybody entrepreneurs and you got hustles and different things like that. And you said something yep. last week. It's like uh, when you're building something that you feel like you're going to be so go, go, go. Include your spouse on that. So, you know, you're, you're not building something without them. You right. And, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, you will start um, doing stuff, you know, separately, right? Yeah. You be building way over here, and they building over here, so they got a life over there. You that's easy to happen, but so you need yeah. to build it together, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, but uh, and the other thing I wrote that they're sleeping in another room. That need that's an instant bill that gotta go off. Yeah, I agree. It, that that can't go. Come on, man. That, we it's time. No, what we what, what what's going wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, if and if we catch it in the beginning, it can't get so bad, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree because you know it just that just feel like an emptiness. You know what I'm saying? When you like say if they are at work and you know you waiting for them to come home and you having to spend time at home. So the fact that they're in they're at home and you're in one room and they're in another, and there's no particular reason that y'all have to do that. That's because a more. 
That's it. That's an impetus. Cause check this right. That's a big. Oh, that's very. I mean, that's so much empty. I mean, because think about this. You and your husband may only have them two hours in the bed together. Mm -hmm. That could be the best. That's the best sleep you get when when y'all right there bundled mm -hmm. together. That's right. Oh, so, you know, you might slept all night, but you know, for two hours, at least he gonna hold me. Yeah. You know, at least I can feel her against me. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, So I just feel like that right there. That, that, that old crap talking about, I ain't want to disturb you. Well, you, if that's what you worried about, you know what I'm saying? Right, come and disturb you, me. <laughs> come and disturb me on. as much as possible. Right. Not, honestly, now, you, you as a woman, you might say that. But you really were looking forward to him disturbing you. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. You really not getting no rest until they come in there. You know, because me, like when Trey was driving at night, when he had to work late, I'm staying up. You know, I'm, I'm resting. I'm getting okay. I'll make sure he, I want to make sure he get home safe. You know, he might get sleeping on the road because he's working oh. at night. All that. So I ain't really getting no rest until I know he here. You know? Yeah. You, you can fully go in. You can fully lose yourself. You know? Right. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, these some key points. Okay, let's get the last few coming, then we're gonna wrap it up. Uh someone says you have to put it put in order, put in in order to get it. I think I read that one. You you have to strengthen yeah. each other. Every marriage need balance. God must have his time, the husband and the wife their time. Absolutely. We must learn how to communicate in our marriage. We have to learn to talk to one another as well. We have to stay attracted to one another. We have to uh, mm -hmm. suck with one another in every, in everything, whether it's financially or et cetera. And woo, now that's a good comment there. That's definitely a good comment. And um, you really have like to stay it. emotionally connected to your spouse because we know looks fade, they get fatter or they get skinnier. Whatever that initially attracted them, you to them, will change over time. So you really have to work on mm -hmm. that emotional attachment. That's very important. Prayer keeps everything. That's number together. one. Yeah, I love that. Yes, girl. You said the coming of the night. I need to pin that. Well, we might we might end up we might end up letting um uh, her be the uh, conversation the night. Yeah, I think she won that award. <laughs> <'Cause> that's it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, yeah. you have I mean it's just work, but like you said, it's so rewarding. And when you look at Y'all getting over stuff. That's what I like to say. Man, you know, we just fighting about something. But, you know, it wasn't really nothing. But when y'all overcome some and you look back and say, well, I'm glad we don't go through that no more. But to say, what if I had to walk away over there and lose that work through it? You know? Smaller comes to me. You just got to take everything, you know. Just, but what I try to scratch to young couples and young men, marriage is not easy. It is work. Right, right. But right. if you love that person enough, you're willing to go through it together. Because it's so rewarding. Yeah. And you got your person for you know, whatever you got to do. It just, yeah. It's so, it's so many levels to it. It's about growth and growing. Girl, you come on, girl. You want to come on the show. You saying all this good stuff. <laughs> well, all right, you guys. We hope you all have enjoyed tonight's show. We want to remind you all to connect with us on all social media outlets. That's on YouTube. You can find us 
at what's coming out of your mouth and please subscribe to our channel and join our tribe and become one of our conversationists. Also follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. All that what's coming Ooh, out of your mouth. We out there. Yeah. We out there. And if you are interested in coming on the show, feel free to reach out to us. Or if you have a topic you want us to discuss, please feel free to reach out to us. All right, co-host, come on and take us out. All right, let us bow. Oh, gracious the heavenly eternal Father, here we are once again, Lord. Another blessed, marvelous Tuesday, Father God. Yes. Father God, before we ask you for anything tonight, we just like to say thank you, Lord. We thank you for being you, God, and you all by yourself, Father God. We thank you for giving us this platform, Father God, to spread not only your word, Father God, but the wisdom you gave us, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for um, the co-host tonight, Father God, all the good different nuggets she brought out, Father God, on how to be a, a good wife. And I thank you for using me to show, talk about how to be a good husband, Father God. And we just talking to people, Father God, who want to have a good marriages, Father God, because this is a time where marriages, a lot of marriages are not making it, and people are going through so many different things, Father God, but as the young lady said, if they can use you as their foundation, Father God, you can always go back to your foundation and start it back all over, because if you stand on what you believe on, Father God, yes. you can make it through anything, so I just pray for every marriage, Father God, Every single person, Father God, that's looking to get married or, or find a significant other, that they can put in the work and do what it takes to stay married, Father God. Yes. It's anybody can get married, Father God, but staying married is the key, Father God. But Father God, I just pray for anybody who's going through any other baby mama or baby daddy drama. I just pray for any man a woman who just think that they don't need to be in their child life, Father God. Oh, Lord. Let's okay. touch those people that they can realize that that child is more important than anything. And they didn't ask to be in the world, Father God. Yeah. They did not ask to be here. They decided to do what they want to do to get the child here. So, Father God, that they need to be in those children's lives. I just pray for any woman who may be keeping a man from a child or a man who be keeping a woman in the way, Father. Either way it go, Father. We just pray for those situations that it can be fixed, Father God. And they can turn it all over to you, Father God. And stop trying to fix them on their own. And let you do the fixing, Father God. They do the working, Father God. Yeah. And everything can come out right, Father God. Oh, yes, Lord. Father God, we just like to thank you for everything that you have done. Everything you're getting ready to do, Father God. Just touch everything that we have our hands inside to. It's a whole lot, Father God. Just touch it, Father God. Yeah. We're praying for the kids that they went back to school in a lot of areas this week, Father God. We just pray that they be able to go through that, that process easy, Father God. Pray for that Corona can stay back, Father God. Pray for the ones who are dealing with Corona, Father God. Pray that they can have a speedy recovery, Father God. We just pray for everything, Lord. We just pray for this word, Father God. It's been so much unrest in our city, Father God, in Jackson, Mississippi. Lord. We just pray for our city, Father God. Oh, Lord, there's so much killing, Father God. They act like they just can't, they don't understand, Father God, human life. They just don't care about Father God. So I just pray for that, Father God, that we can find a balance and stop killing humans, Father God. Humans killing humans. Let them die natural death, Father God. Oh, Lord, we just thank you tonight, Lord. We tell you that we love you and we adore you. We cannot get along without you, Lord. These blessings we ask in your son, Jesus' name, tonight. Amen. 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 Awesome prayer as always. All right, you guys. We want to remind you to share this podcast on your page or tag somebody below that want to maybe uh, rewatch it and leave us some of their feedback. 
And if there's nothing else, if there's been your episode or what's coming out of your mouth tonight. Deuces.